This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. What's up, everybody? Credit Vic Berger. Boomsies. That ice cold cherry coke in my veins. Just one. More than one a day, you won't like cherry coke anymore. Just say, get that cherry coke out of my veins. Get me a cherry coke blood transfusion. One a day leaves you enjoying it. Good to have you along on Boomsies, episode number 45, the Aaron Asham episode, double A, from Portage La Prairie, Manitoba. I've been there. The hotel had the biggest water slide I'd ever seen in a hotel in my life. Brilliant, because families can go there on vacation. You go for a weekend. You're like, kids, we're going to the hotel. Oh. As a kid, you don't need to be in Orlando. You don't need to be in Hawaii. Give a kid a water slide. They're in heaven. So way to go, Portage La Prairie and your hotel hotel. Hotel hotel. Your water slide hotel. Hotel hotel. It's the name of my hotel. What is it? It's a hotel. Asham played 789 games in the NHL. What's even better He's a solid person. Uh, he's always at my buddy Steve Webb's charity events in Long Island. And I don't know, whenever Aaron and I see each other, we just, since the first time we met, we just start laughing. We smile. It's great having people like that in your life where you see them and you can't stop smiling. Aaron Asham is one of those people. And guess what? And we've got him here. Aaron Asham, who wore number 45, who this episode is named after. 45, Aaron, is an odd number. How did you settle upon that? Uh, I was kind of stuck with it. I went into uh, Montreal's camp as 49. So I played my first year in the minors as number 49. Uh, I got called up, and uh, they have so many retired numbers. I was stuck with 45, and, uh, you know, it kind of grew on me. I wasn't going to go in there and complain about it, so I had my... uh, so I was kind of stuck with it, and uh, it kind of grew on me. You played a lot of games in the NHL. Um, 
How many uh, did we settle upon here? You played 789 games. That's a lot of games. If you had one memory, you think back on your career, one NHL memory that you had to hold, and that's the only one you could tell anyone, what would it be? Probably scoring my first NHL goal. It was against. It was in. Uh, it was against Ottawa, against Patrick Laleem. It was either that one or my uh, goal in the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, it was. A, it was kind of. It's kind of a toss up with those two, but uh, those are probably two of my most memorable goals for sure. And have you ever been to the massive water slide at the hotel in Portage La Prairie? Because uh, I have been on that water slide. The the Super Eight. Yes, I've been on it many times. Uh, I don't know if I was clothed, but I was definitely on it. Great hotel. <laughs> Aaron, it's a, it's an honor to speak to you. You're a great man and uh, so happy that uh, this episode has your name on it. Thanks, Tula. appreciate it. Always a treat to have the person who the episode is named after on the episode. Ash. Sickest toe drag. In all of New York State, to this day. Webby said he breaks it out at all the alumni games and men's league games. He's toe-dragging it up. I say if you play 789 games in the NHL, you do that. Hope you survived Cyber Monday. Imagine hearing the term 20 years ago, Cyber Monday. Uh, Cyber Monday. Oh, a new Arnold movie? There's 365 days in a year, but only one Cyber Monday. And it arrives, well, on Monday. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know his character name. I haven't got that far. You'd think a person was crazy 20 years ago cyber monday i i hopped on there i was on amazon i'm like 20 dollars off a head massager all right sign me up i didn't buy it i filled the cart with a lot of items and then when i came to my senses i always do that i fill it up and then go back i return to the scene of the crime and i'm like What was I thinking? I don't need an adult-sized igloo for my living room. I don't need a leg wrap. I don't need a burrito game. Get this out of my cart. I'll go with those AA batteries, and that's it. Sure, there are Amazon AA batteries in the last four days, but we'll pretend that they're just as good as the brand name batteries. I haven't checked. I wonder if those are the batteries that always leak. The battery juice that's left in the battery compartment of some things. What's going on there? That can't be safe. Ah, wipe it off. It'll still work, right? It never does. And while I was buying stuff online, I was thinking back to family members that are still hesitant to buy stuff online. And I was thinking the first time I bought something, 
man, it was, it was like you were putting all your information on the internet. Uh, should, should I put my credit card on this website? Is this product ever going to arrive? What have I done? And then it arrives. You're like, oh, whew. we, we got through that one. That's when Amazon was just books. Now there's literally nothing you can't buy on Amazon. And we live to witness it all. What the hell? I hope that didn't come from my cherry Coke. Or it was just lodged in my teeth. Hang on one sec. We had some food shrapnel in there. You know you're getting old when you think back to when you first tried a computer. I got to play around on a computer for the first time. It was either grade four, five, or six. Because I know what classroom it was in. We were all in the same classroom. We had three grades per classroom. We've gone over this. It was a small, it was a small school. It was a different time. And if you're my age, I'm 47... You probably know this computer. It was a, looked like a big cinder block. Like the thing weighed 800 pounds. The monitor was attached to the base and it had a rollerball built into it. It had a floppy disk and that was it. You weren't hooked up. To, internet hadn't been invented. I remember the teacher telling us once, oh, one day, oh no, it was Mr. Leahy. So you'd be like, one day, uh, You'll be able to talk from this computer to another computer. And we're like, F off. How are you going to get a cord that long from a com our computer here over to like Paris? Who's building that cord? And you're going to have a cord to all the computers. We couldn't wrap our heads around it. So we lynched that teacher. <laughs> no, Mr. Leahy. He could do no wrong. He's in the Peterborough Sports Hall of Fame. Fastball pitcher. No one like him. That computer, uh, it only had gray as a color. So we play like a, a forest animal game. So we're like, oh, there's a moose. He's gray. I guess all moose are gray. There's a raccoon. That's gray raccoons. That's all we got. Skunk, white and gray. Well, an off-white but we loved that game. We couldn't wait to play it. With that big rollerball that wasn't going anywhere. I would love to see if any of those... Those computers probably survived because you could not break them. Impossible to break those. First computer. Man, I'm old. I don't think I saw... I don't think I saw another computer until about grade 11 because when I got, went to high school, we still had typing class. Typing class in high school. It was a good skill to learn because now no one knows how to type. No one knows how to write. They don't even teach cursive anymore. My kids are like, oh, the loopy writing? Yeah, the loopy writing. My uh, my penmanship is atrocious now. I can't even print out a sentence. But I can type it. 
on my typewriter. Ding! I am, uh, if you're watching the video portion of this, I'm watching, uh, I'm wearing a, a suit. As requested by Z Money, one of the producers on this podcast, because uh, on Saturday, I attended a parade. Uh, correction, I led a parade through my uh, my town of Orno, Ontario. I was the town crier. And Shelly, who organizes the parade, she asked me, she goes, Dan, we'd love to have you. I'm like, I am there, Shelly. What do I need? She goes, you need a you need a top hat, which I have here. You need a top hat and a cape. I'm like, okay. And I already had this suit. And then my kids, day of the parade, 20 minutes before we leave to get in position. They're like, uh, Dad, have you ever looked up what a town crier looks like? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, you look nothing like it. And I'm like, I know it's my modern take on the town crier because the town crier is in old timey clothes, rings a bell. I'm like, I'm not going to rent a costume. I'm wearing what I have. And it was noticeable. It's a black suit with stars. So I, I send the picture out on social media. I'm like, eh, not every day you get to lead a parade. And the co- people come in and they're like, uh, are you in a magician's parade? Yes. And technically, I didn't even lead the parade. There was a cop car, then some fire trucks, and then me. So I saddle up behind the fire truck. I'm like, holy shit, guys, you're going to blow my ears out. They're like, no. The horn's on the front of it. I'm like, ah, okay. The horn's built into the bumper. I wanted to keep running up there because... uh I realized very quickly, a parade moves slow. And they kept stopping. They were hopping in and out of the fire truck to hand out candy canes and then different people would drive. When you're in a parade, you can't leave where you are. So sometimes you're stuck there for a couple of minutes waving at the same person. You're like, hey, how you doing? Still me. So, so I had a few lines. One of them was, who knew a parade moved so slow? I got a little chuckle. I also said, uh, I had a town crier saying, I said, hear ye, hear ye. There's a parade behind me. That one took too long to get out. So I bailed on that saying. And then I just, this was the go-to. The big man's here. I saw him. I'd say to the kids, Santa's here. I didn't talk to him, but I saw him, and he's way back there. It was a long parade. The parade was still going by the time I finished my portion and I was back home. It was that long, but it was a perfect day for a parade. The sun was shining. It was like eight degrees And it was our first parade since all the pandemic stuff. So people just, there's just something about a parade. You're standing there. You're like, we're just waving to people, but I don't know. It's fun. 
we're doing something as a community and we're all eating candy canes. The fireman also showed us up. The the fireman handed out full-size good candy canes. So they hand hand those to my daughters. My daughters were handing out candy canes. That was our little contribution. So I'm like, girls, we're f***ed. They're handing out the good ones. And then they reach into their their bag of candy canes and they're like, ours suck. Ours were dollar store candy canes. And I'm like, well, there's no difference. They're like, yeah, there is. There's like no peppermint in the dollar store ones. They go easy on the peppermint when you don't spend money on them. I'm like, oh, well. The kids won't know they're from us. Yeah, they will. So we got to step up our candy cane game next year. Santa's in the building. That one didn't make sense because we weren't in a building, but then I'd say Santa's in the house. And then a few times I said, Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. And then I'm like, oh, can't say that. Copyright infringement on Santa. So that was a fun day. It was nice being out. Doing things as a group. Which we hadn't done in a long time. We watched the World Cup as a country. Yes, Canada lost. But there was a defining moment. I always look for a defining moment in massive events like that. And we got it. Alfonso Davies scored. We erupted as a nation. We had that defining moment. And you have to keep it in perspective. Canada lost to Belgium. They are ranked second in the world. And then we lost to Croatia in that game on Sunday. They're the 12th ranked team in the world. Canada is ranked 41st. So to put it in hockey terms, for Canada to beat those teams, it would be like a team from outside the 31-team NHL coming in and beating a playoff team. David versus Goliath. So Canada showed up. The fact they made it there is a celebration. And I think Dr. Seuss said it best. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. I sent out a tweet in my own words. I kind of paraphrased Dr. Seuss in a way. I said, uh, the Canadian men's team made it to the freaking World Cup. Canada had their where were you when World Cup moment. So why don't we just enjoy that? Any of this even happened. And that we witnessed it together. I only had to block two people from uh, from the comments of that co- of that uh that tweet only had to block two people. One of the people said, oh, you like participation badges? I'm like, no, I just want to be happy in life. Am I going to go around and kick the cat off? Ah, Canada should have beat Croatia. No, I'm going to say, way to go, guys. You made it. 
You scored a goal finally. That's gone now. Canada's men's team has now scored a goal, so that's that's gone. So enjoy the moment. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. And now we can all stop pretending we like soccer. What's that now? Oh, people do enjoy it. I've made it very clear. I watch World Cup soccer. And then for the other four years, I don't. Especially after watching the, uh, well, no. This makes no sense. I was going to say, especially after watching the Netflix documentary on FIFA. That would mean I shouldn't watch the World Cup either. Wow. That was an eye-opener. And like uh, most things on Netflix that are more than one part, you could have knocked it down to two two parts. Put me in that editing room. I got her down to an hour and a half. We do, we're kind of repeating ourselves here, guys. Like this podcast. We could boil this bad boy down to five minutes. Cut out this chunk here. Cut that. We've already gone over this. We've shown the FIFA building 38 times. Let's speed it up. Kind of like the Santa Claus parade. Uh, let's pick up the base. Imagine <laughs> a parade that went 50K down the road. Yellows, goodbye. That's it. Next year. We try to set the world record for the fastest parade. The most amount of people in a parade that goes the fastest. That would be a spectacle. There was also in the literature that's handed out to you if you're participating in the, the parade. Don't chuck the candy at people. Hand it to them. So I, I don't know if there was an incident before. Someone got an eye taken out. Candy cane, candy cane in the eye. Oh, that'd be evil. You whittle that down to a shiv, which we've all done with a candy cane. Yeah, put your finger on the tip. Put your finger on the tip. Uh, put your finger on the point. And you're like, this could hurt someone. That kid's eye, gone. That eye, she gone. But you, if you're going 50K, you need to hurl that candy. As I've always said, I'm full of ideas. Do any of them come to fruition? Well, Boomsies did. And the sauna did. We've got two. Two out of 8,000. 7,998 to go. Also, side note... Um, if you haven't watched White Lotus, it's a show on HBO. They're on season two. Season one that they did, amazing. It was set in Hawaii. It's about a hotel. It's about people that go on a trip to this hotel, and it centers on a bunch of people. Season one was amazing. Season two, better than season one. This one's set in Spain at another White Lotus on the other side of the country. Only problem is, I don't know why this is the case, but the show fills me with tremendous anxiety. 
when it's done, I've got to go for a walk. Because there's something happening to every character. And I said this to a friend. They're like, uh, that's how shows work. I'm like, yeah, but there, there's just too much. And in the buildup, you're like, oh, this is going to happen to this person. This is going on with this person. Oh, no. Uh, this is all going to come to a head. And then this, the episode ends. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. I got to go for a walk. I got to retrace that parade route. Plan for next year. So White Lotus season two, spectacular. The casting is pitch perfect. Every single character is stellar. My rating, five boomsies out of five. There's some, uh, there's some viewing for you. Uh, we have a, we have something special here. We used to have uh, underwear that we gave to the email of the week. But we haven't done that. The man-made guys, they're off doing their own thing. They got, uh, they got Dragon's Den money. So we helped, we helped the process in their brand awareness. Once the underwear got, I'm like, I'm not giving away my underwear because I need it. And no one wants it. So our prize giveaway ended with the departure of the man-made boys. But guess what? We have a prize pack back. The prize pack back. It's a CHL prize pack. So now, if you have the email of the week or the phone call of the week, you will receive... A CHL prize pack from your favorite CHL team. Doesn't matter who they are. You can be living in Red Deer, but your favorite team is Oshawa. Doesn't matter. We will get your team delivered to your front step if you have the email or the phone call of the week. I will be in attendance for a CHL game Saturday night. North Bay. And Peterborough. Can't wait. See the Bet Rivers rink board. We'll be like, hey, that's us. Bet Rivers, baby. What's up, everybody? So remember that. Uh, email us at yeah, let's talk. Ya, let's talk at gmail.com. You get this prize pack, you give it to your nephew. Your husband, your wife, your son, your daughter, grandma, grandpa, neighbor. And they're like, wow, this human's really thoughtful. They know my team. Or you give them the team they really despise. And then it's a good joke. Like you give a Peterborough Pete's fan an Oshawa General's prize back. <laughs> that would be amazing. And we have a, a phone call. That we're going to um, we're going to hear and see if this wins the the first ever CHL prize pack to be given out on Boomsies. Hey, bud, how's she going? Got to say that's a nice tickler you're working on there, or duster, whatever you're into. You'd make a good addition to the 365 stash team. Just keep her going forever. Looks good on you. 
You could be as dirty as Lanny McDonald if you put some effort into it. Rubber side down, bud. Keep up the gold. Brilliant. We've got our winner. I am growing a mustache. Just happened to be in November during Movember. But I am keeping this for one year. So I will shave it uh, on November 1st. That's my goal. I will shave it on November 1st. Well, I guess I'll shave it on December 1st of next year. I'll keep it all the way through. Changing up the look here. Trying to look more like a man. So people won't confuse me about being a magician. Magician are men, but... I want to be a grizzly man. I think the mustache is going to help me achieve that goal. So that guy's winning our uh, our first ever prize pack. Congratulations. Do we have a name for that human? Uh, he did not leave his name. Okay. No name. So anonymous wins that. Hopefully we have some contact information from that person. Uh, we welcome in uh, producer Tim. Who's going to dive into Boomsies Newsies with us? Producer Tim, uh, did you take part in Cyber Monday? I browsed. I didn't buy anything. Not a single thing. You didn't. You didn't jump on all those those deals. There was nothing that I really wanted to spend money on, and all the stuff that I was thinking about buying for my kids for Christmas wasn't on sale. So, no. Hmm. Well, that's kind of how it is. You go on to, to any website or go into this world that any store that's not a grocery store. We don't need any of it. We need clothing. We need food. Everything else we don't need. But advertisers convince us, no, you will die without this product. And they do a very good job because any toy commercial that comes on, if you have kids, they want that toy. Toy commercials are like crack to kids. And you just see that that commercial, especially the ones with all the parts. You're like, I, I want a one-part toy. Any any bead-making things, f*** off with that. Get that out of here. All of that stuff. I want one, a Barbie? Sure, that's fine. But all the shoes? No, Barbie goes barefoot. And we don't need the, all the clothing. Barbie, one piece. Thank you. Tim, what do we got for Boomsies Newsies this week? Well, the over the last uh, week or so, the NHL teams have started wearing their uh, reverse retro jerseys. Yes. Uh, mixed reviews. The Golden Knights uh, played against Canucks in their glow-in-the-dark jerseys. Spectacular. I love uh, them. Their entrance onto the, the rink where they glow. I don't know why they didn't have them glow on the ice because all we saw was the tunnel walk where their Vegas glow-in-the-darks were glowing. I would have liked to see them glow on the ice. Maybe I, I missed a shot, but if they were glowing on the ice. And as we've gone over before, Vegas puts on a show, and that just added to the aura of the Vegas Knights. It's nighttime when they come out. I love those. I love the Florida Panthers. 
the Florida Panthers baby blues. Phenomenal. And I've seen a few people that, uh, that don't like them. I don't know what you're talking about. And the Minnesota wild. Hearken to the Minnesota North stars. Phenomenal. Tim, what are your top two? Uh, I really like the San Jose uh, Golden Seals throwbacks. I think they yes, look really good. Beautiful. And uh, I'm always a fan of the Canucks colors when they do the blue and the green. I always think that looks really good. So the Johnny Canuck one looks pretty good. And I saw the, uh, the original Vancouver Canucks hockey logo. The guy who designed it wrote a letter to the owners of the Canucks saying, just go with this jersey. Stop changing. Stop changing the jerseys and concentrate on hockey. It was a. It was a very uh, pointed letter, and he's like, "Stop changing the damn design. Just win games." I found that very amusing. Uh, Z Money's partial to the uh, L.A. Kings Crown Royal purple and uh, gold. Yes, I wanted to get your take on this, Tim, because when all these jerseys were around. People like the the Canucks uh, V sweater. Everyone wants that to come back. Everyone likes the Kings purple and gold. But at the time, people thought they were atrocious. How do we like them now? I don't know. I'm on record as saying that if, if they were ugly then, they're still ugly now. And uh, that's... I mean... I don't like, like the, the Washington blue. Capitals one. The Washington Capitals with the the eagle. The eagle? It's ugly. But they brought I mean, it back. It doesn't bother me as much, but it, yeah, I remember people complaining about the big one is the Sabres one with the the snort was it the snorting buffalo one that everyone hated when it was out. Now it's back. Correct. Yeah. That's but if it I, brings you joy, then like it. I don't yeah. care. I, I just don't I, I waste no sleep on this. If you like a jersey and they're wearing it and you enjoy it and it brings you joy, then I love it. The one thing about the Leafs one, though, I found it was it's really hard to read the names on the, and the numbers on the back. I was trying to watch that game that they wore them, and it was – I thought – at first I thought, oh, they, they look kind of cool. And then it's it's hard to tell who's who out there sometimes. Have they ever done a game – I guess they couldn't do it now with uh, safety and such. Actually, I saw a clip of this. A a junior team sent players out in old skates and old helmets and old sticks. And it's very captivating because the guys couldn't barely skate on the skates. The, The sticks weighed 50 pounds. Have a full NHL game outdoors in old gear. That'd be that'd be entertainment. Uh, okay. (laughs) Slow moving hockey. Cool. Tim, just go with me here. All right. Should we move on? Yeah. Non-sports news? Yeah. Um, well, a couple of, uh, popular snacks or somewhat popular snacks in Canada are going to be gone as soon as supplies run out. Bugles uh, is done. General Mills saying that they're not going to send them to Canada any, anymore and little Debbie snack cakes. Those are done. They're not going to send those uh, 
out to Canada or the U.S. military bases anymore because it's too expensive. And, okay, uh, so bugles, they were fun because you could put them on your, the, your fingertips and eat them. Salty as f***. You better be sitting next to a, a swimming pool if you're going to eat a bag of bugles because uh, you need hydration stat. Uh, last bugle I had, I believe, was in 1997. So I will not miss bugles. Little Debbie's uh, snack cakes. I have not purchased one since I lived in the States. When I found a box, uh, someone told me uh, at our workplace, Tim, of uh, zebra cakes. So I got a box of those. Loved them. And then uh, bought another box a month later. Didn't love them. <laughs> it, was, it was a one-shot deal. I loved the first box. Never had them again after tasting the second box. So uh, Little Debbie's, I don't think you're going to be that missed. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had anything Little Debbie's. Vashon, oh yeah, Little Debbie's, never. Vashon All Caramels, had one of those uh, in my lunch every uh, day of school. And uh, I went back to try those, don't like them anymore. Like them as a kid, and don't like them anymore. I don't know if they cut down on the caramel that they insert into them. Something's different. Maybe my palate changed. Moving on. Kim Kardashian's clothing brand, Skims, is changing the fashion industry forever. Earlier this month, they introduced Skims style, which is all about peekaboo cutouts, also known as butt cleavage. Uh, dresses feature cutouts revealing the top of the bum or the butt crack. Uh, the dress retails for $160. Is it plumber chic? So this goes away from the current trend, which is baggy clothes. So we're going back because remember there was a, a long period of time where it was skin tight jeans that barely covered your butt. Tim always wore those to work. We're like, Tim, you're showing too much. He's like, Hey, this is the style, and I'm going with it. And then it went to really baggy clothes. Uh, Billie Eilish style. So does this mean we're going back to tight pants? But showing the butt, too much. We don't need to see that butt crack. No butt crack. Just let me write that down. Dan doesn't like butt crack. I've seen a lot of butt cracks. I don't want to see any more. I'm good. I've, I've reached my butt crack quota for my life. Say no to butt crack. Uh, let's uh, move on to some uh, Christmas news. Um, lots of unwritten rules when it comes to decorating for Christmas. It's, it's not even December 1st yet. Uh, when is the correct date to start putting up your stuff? Okay, and... whoa, whoa, I've got it. November 12th. I say December 1st. No. Too late, Tim. Uh, November 12th. You wait till Remembrance Day is over, then it's fair game. Do not set anything up before then. Pay respect to our veterans. Let them have their day. Don't let it be overshadowed by your Christmas tree and your stockings. Is that too much to ask? But I do say this. We got a white Christmas tree. Purchased at Canadian Tire. It's where you get your Christmas stuff. That's their slogan. Canada's Christmas store. 
I think, because I like the glow it puts off, I think I might keep it up year-round. Debating this, I I know I will have a 100% yes vote from all who live in this house. I have not raised this subject with them. But a year-round Christmas tree, you can decorate it with... uh, with items that are the theme at that time, like Halloween. Sure, put up Halloween decorations. Someone's birthday, you you put their pictures all over it. It's Canada Day. You have Canada-themed stuff. Uh, what else do we have? Thanksgiving. You can have Thanksgiving stuff because we have enough distance between our Thanksgiving and Christmas. As opposed to Americans where it goes Thanksgiving, then all of a sudden, whoa, shit, Christmas is here. So a year-round Christmas tree. I know I'm not alone in this. I know some families actually do this. So I think the O'Toole house might be one of those houses. And it's an instant talking point. When people come here, oh, your tree's still up? Yeah, it stays up year-round. Any other questions? Well, if you keep it up up year-round, though, you got to clean it. So how do you clean it? Because there's a woman in the UK who is advocating bathing the tree every year before you put it up artificial trees obviously oh really okay so you just like hose it off outside Uh, i'm not sure she just she bathes it so i'm guessing that means she fills a bathtub with with water and then dunks the tree in the bathtub sure i could understand that if it wasn't pre-lit if you've got a pre-lit christmas tree then you're because those lights will not work if they've touched water so Totally uh, understand that philosophy because it's uh, a dust collector, but I am not bathing that tree. That tree is staying exactly where it is and not moving. And the greatest thing about an artificial tree, there's no cleanup. I I found needles from uh, many years ago in the spot where this tree went because we've got old floorboards. There is so many needles stuck in those floorboards. And plus, it's better for the environment. Why are we chopping down all those poor trees? They're like, what did I do to you? Artificial tree all the way. It's my tree for life now. The tree of life. That's what we'll call it. It's our tree of life. It's a celebration year round. A celebration of life. I would argue maybe that the natural trees are better for the environment. You get them from a tree farm. They cut, they, they grow. You cut them down, then they go back. They get recycled into uh, into uh, mulch, right? Whereas you've got plastic. Yeah, for life. My kids, kids, kids are going to have this tree. It's never going to stop working. Okay. Will will that tree still be around when we are living and working on the moon? Because apparently NASA came out and said that uh, certainly in this decade, we're going to have people living for durations, depending on how long we will be on the surface. They will have habitats, rovers, et cetera, et cetera. In 2025, the first woman and person of color are expected to land on the moon. First time humans have walked on the moon's surface since 1972. Uh, ultimate goal is Mars, so this would be basically like figuring out the technology of the training and all that to to live off Earth. 
Uh, I have a hard time believing that this is going to happen anytime in before the end of uh, the 2020s. Tim, if you follow me on social media, November 24th, I uh, quote tweeted a, uh, a tweet from NASA. NASA's tweet was, NASA officials say humans will live and work on the moon by 2030. So I said, space boomsies coming fall of 2030. So our goal, Tim, I haven't uh, said this in any of our meetings, our, uh, our countless meetings that we have for boomsies, exploring ideas and such. But my goal is to have Boomsies be the first podcast from the moon in 2030. Can I keep working from home? If our system allows you to work from home, 100%. So I will bring my Christmas tree there. Actually, I'll bring a different one. Maybe I put the Christmas tree in the studio. Ah, There's no room in here. This desk barely fits in here. That's why it's sideways. We've got a sideways desk because if we put it the other way, you're stuck. Whenever people come into the studio, having watched the podcast, they're like, ah, I thought it was bigger. I'm like, Ugh. heard that before. <sighs> anyway. On that note, everybody, please like and subscribe. It, uh, it genuinely does help us if you, if you do that. How does it help, Tim? Describe this because it's still, I don't. So if someone likes it, sure, that gives you a little heart. But what else does it do? It puts you into the algorithm. It spits you out as recommended. Hmm. We want to be recommended so people will listen to us. Well, the best way is word of mouth. I should have really promoted the podcast during the Santa Claus Parade. But I didn't want to steal from Santa Claus, so I'm like, it didn't even enter my mind. I'm glad that I didn't. Although I did hear a few boomsies. That was good. Babsies! <laughs> and then 98% of the other people are like, who the f*** is this guy? Hey, David Copperfield, you're in the wrong parade. <laughs> Hear ye, hear ye. Ah, God, will you guys pick up the pace? Let me drive the fire truck next year. Although I don't have my Class Z license. You need an air brake license to, to drive a fire truck. I wanted to be a volunteer firefighter at the uh, the volunteer firefighter shop here, but need a Class Z license, and that seems like work. I'm not saying I don't like doing work, but I don't like doing work. So if there's any way around that, any volunteer firefighters who want to take me under their arm and teach me air brakes. Because my brother Vince, he's like, yeah, it's easy. Yeah, just uh, check it out on YouTube. I'm like, sure, I could watch how to fly a plane on YouTube, but I don't think you want me getting behind the controls of a plane in real life. I can watch an opera singer on YouTube, but that doesn't translate into me becoming an opera singer. You kind of have to have real world experience. I could show up at the volunteer fire department and say, guys, I watched a YouTube video. I'm good. 
And then they just start stabbing me with pointy candy canes. Hey, it's cheap candy cane guy. Get the f*** out of here. Nah, they're all good guys. I was in a big chat with them. I have a long history of the volunteer fire department here because they showed up on day three in which I lived in this home. Because I I was cooking some baked potatoes on the fire pit out back. Just wanted some baked potatoes because I don't think the gas was hooked up or or the, no, there was no oven. We had no oven because the kitchen was being redone. So I'm like, I need to, I'm Irish. I need some potatoes. I guess it was putting off a lot of smoke. So I'm standing there and I hear, woo, firefighters wander back. They're like, yeah, what's going on here? I'm like, ah, I'm just cooking some potatoes. They're like, ah. Well, there was a smoke complaint. I'm like, okay, but uh, aren't you allowed to cook food? They're like, yeah, but you have to have a cover on it. It's got to be an enclosed fire. I'm like, ah, So so they said, sorry to do this, but we got to put it out. I'm like, no problem. And then they said, can we borrow your hose? I'm like, What's that now? Yeah, we don't want to get all the gear out, so can we just fill up this, uh, fill up our bucket here? Actually, do you have a bucket too? We just need to fill this bucket up with water. And then myself and three other grown men watched as another man dumped my bucket of water onto my baked potatoes. <laughs> They're like, we can't, we can't leave. We can't respond and... And I see them to this day. They're like, we're so sorry we had to do that. I'm like, I get it. You're just doing your job. You're protecting our community. I get it. I even took a selfie with them. Yeah, that was my introduction. I got a warning. So you get two warning, two or three warnings in a year, then you get a fine. So one warning, I was one warning and done. Never again. I follow the rules. I don't want to get kicked out of here. I want to be part of you guys. I got a hose. I got a bucket. That's all you need. Thanks for tuning in to this week of Boomsies. Thank you to Aaron Asham, number 45, solid human. Uh, Still living on Long Island. He's been on that water slide. He knows what I'm talking about. If you've been on that water slide, you've lived life to its fullest. Send us an email. Yeah, let's talk at gmail.com. Give us a a phone call at 289-796-2001. You win a CHL prize pack if it's it's the email or phone call of the week. 289-796-2001. Until then, give someone a hug. Be nice to people. It's free. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozy. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network.